<laughs> Limited potential. <laughs> hey, everybody, you're listening to the Gone Gaming Podcast. This is episode eight. Today, we'll be taking a trip down memory lane where scores weren't settled online, but face to face with quarters at the arcade. And then we're going to bring it back to reality. Virtual reality. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Gone Gaming Podcast. Like, subscribe, and please leave us a review. For more information, you can also check us out at ltdpotential.com. So sit back and relax as we're about to power on. Welcome to Gone Gaming. I'm Luca. I'm Ashton. And I'm Matt. And we are your uninformed source for gaming news. How's it going, guys? Oh, you know, it's, it's hanging. It's hanging? Short, shriveled, and always to the left. I was going to say, usually call like ones that. to the left. You're, you're very creative, Frank. Mm-hmm. Yep, to come yep. up with that right on the spot. It's, yep. that, it's the low-hanging fruit. It's easy to... It's a lot of, a lot of junk metaphors in the first 10, 15 seconds of this podcast. I think, All it's a metaphor, I think it's a metaphor for the podcast. A lot of junk. And it hangs to the left? I was talking about male genitalia, but that that works too. Yeah. All right. Well, I haven't noticed that's uh, that's Frank joining us. And, and I guess we're a little rusty. It's been two weeks. We've been off for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Some holidays and so. you guys just, I don't know, didn't want to record, I guess. Well, because someone had to leave town. Yeah. Again. Uh, yeah. That was me. Mr. Vacation a little, Man. Need a little R&R. Need a little R&R. Get away from technology. Technically, I've actually been off longer than you because I think I don't, I don't think I've recorded for four weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. You've been you've well, been gone for a bit. The, yeah, yeah, because we're doing the other podcast as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that other voice you hear is Luca. Hello. How's it going? I'm and good. Uh, I think we're we're missing someone today. Matt, how's it going? Hey, Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt. 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 Yeah, Matt's not here. Matt's not here. We're Mattless today. That was just the banshee that we have in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm uh, one of your other hosts, Ashton, joining you today for Gone Game. And, and I am yeah. Frank. Yeah, like we established that. You're the first one we asked and said, hey. He's rusty, okay? He hasn't been off for four weeks. Give him, give him <laughs> yeah. come some slack. Give him some credit. And I'm a narcissist. There you go. And we're joined by Frank, everybody. But no Matt today, so I think he's a little under the weather. Yep. Uh, can't, yeah, I guess, I don't know, suck if it up. He didn't get to here. relax on the weekend. No, not like me. Not like me. But I, yeah, you know what? Speaking of, that's all I kind of did was relax. I did very little in terms of uh, what this podcast is about, which really? is gaming. I don't know, but although we did play Halo, did a lot. Oh, you did? Wait, you drank? No, I didn't. Like okay. we as collectively played. It was on. I played with. <laughs> I, I played with water because I just you took advantage of everyone as they got worse. <laughs> yes. You're like, I'm so good at this game. Have You're you like, guys played Halo? I know the concept, so I'll let Frank is that, is that playing I'll, I'll ex- Halo loaded? No, well, you get loaded while playing Halo. So the, the idea is, and apparently the best one of the best ones to do it, so I don't want like anyone coming at me on this. This is what I've seen, is Halo 3 apparently has some of the best maps for it um, on the 360. And you play rockets only, and it's, I think, unlimited rockets, right? Okay. You shoot two, you got to reload or whatever. Yeah. Um, you play up to 25 kills, mm-hmm. and like every time you... Yeah, Slayer. So every time you die, you have to take a drink of beer. Oh, okay. Um, and when you're dying multiple, multiple times, you go through beers pretty quick playing this game. The fun part is, though, to not make it too unfair for anyone that's super good at it, uh, which one of my cousins was incredibly good at it. So he's got to drink, like, hard alcohol? No, 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 not that, <laughs> not that hardcore. But I'm sure some people do. Is um, 
when you get to 24 kills, so your last kill has to be a gun butt. Oh, okay. Which is really hard to do with the rocket launcher. And when people are shooting rockets at you, so uh-huh. kind of helps equalize, you know, equalize the game, which is pretty cool to I see. See, the thing is, that's that's tricky because mm-hmm. you know everyone's been kind of drinking over time, and yes. then when you're trying to gun butt, you're you're taking <laughs> like a bunch of shots within a couple minutes. I'm yeah. guessing you'll be you'll be surprised, like just thinking about that. Like you go through a few beers very quickly, so you get loaded pretty quick. I feel like if you were playing the game and somebody said that you got a gun butt me, and they were and like I was drunk or they were drunk. I wouldn't be able to play after that. That would be something that would send me into a fit of laughter. Yeah. I think I would actually use the controller and hit someone in the <laughs> head physically in person. Oh, I just got gun butted. So very hilarious to watch. A lot more fun to play. Again, I just don't really drink, so that wasn't my thing. If you need a, but, if you need a, you know, someone to tag in, let me know. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. Some people needed That's a break. That's my strength. Some people needed a break. That's my strength. That's your strength? Yes. And to all so. you people out there who might decide that you want to try this, please play and drink responsibly. Yeah, absolutely. So. I just would get loaded and do whatever you want. That's just me. <laughs> so that was that was the extent of my video game uh, playing in the past few weeks, really. Yeah? Yeah. Haven't really done much. I think last time, last episode, we mentioned I got Russian and Clank. Still only played 30 minutes of it mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. to check it out in 4K, which is really nice. Um, and then The Last of Us expansion. I haven't played that yet. Okay. So... I played a bit of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, slowly getting oh. into it again. You know it's still $80, and that's pissing me off. Cause oh, why? I, well, they, they did what? The Game Plus mode? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they added great two, to play. added two new trophies, added a few other things, and now they have, obviously, the DLC coming down. Yeah, why don't you just then just play it? What are you complaining yeah, yeah, about? It? You I have sold the, it. Oh, you sold it. I sold it. Oh. I don't remember they ever talked about DLC for this game. They may have. I didn't hear. Like I didn't pay attention to it, so I didn't keep it. I platinumed it. What do I need this for? Sell it, get good, you know, high resale value because I beat it pretty quick. Um, and now all this cool shit's coming out for it, which I bought the DLC. So look oh, yeah. up. Please finish the game by December. See, this is the so great thing about being in my situation right now. I know Ashton's not going to buy it because he's <laughs> he's pretty frugal when it comes to buying a game, especially a second time. Yes, I don't um, think I've ever bought the game twice. Yeah, so I kind of have this leverage on him. I'm not Matt Costa. You're not? No. So basically, you're going to be like the mom from Arrested Development. You're going to be withholding. I will withhold this game until... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretend. Even if I beat the game, I'm not going to tell him. No. I'm like, I'm almost done, Ash. Just give me another week. give it to There's just so many robots. Yeah. <laughs> so many dinosaurs. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, that's pretty cool. How far are you in it now? I think I played like another hour of it. All right, attaboy. You know what? It, you had a few more conversations? I was listening to that the Nerdist podcast, and they had Trey Parker on it, mm-hmm. and he kind of nailed it. It's it's a good game, but I, I think the reason why Zelda took a little more is because just the way you interact with the story, it feels like in Horizon Zero Dawn, like he's saying how why he likes Zelda so much is Link doesn't say anything, so you kind of imagine what he says, and he's saying what you're saying but when you're playing these games with like a scroll wheel option yeah it's like they all basically mean the same type of thing they have no effect on anything it's like i wouldn't say that theater of right. the mind always wins out it's like the best technique to use in a movie yeah let somebody think about what's around the corner don't just show it to them exactly so yeah it's it's still a great game, beautiful game it's just mm-hmm. it's just that's the one little i guess grievance i have with the game but it's still a good game oh, that's fun it's awesome but, what about yeah. you frank i actually started playing something Ooh. what did you start playing this was going to be my big surprise for this week. I didn't want to tell anybody. You didn't tell but me, and I've been like hanging out with you. You have like the biggest smile on your face. I'm so me excited. Me and Frank have been like hanging out almost daily this oh, last week. Yeah, thanks for the We're essentially guys. a married couple. Yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah. It's, he's but you got to have your secrets in a happy marriage. I guess so. Like not inviting everyone else. 
Well, it's it's. I'm it's, away from this area, and you expect <laughs> to be invited. <laughs> No. Anyways, the game I've been playing has been uh, Red Dead Redemption. I'm replaying it. I oh, bought it. Nice. I bought it on. Um, I guess it would be like the, the Xbox used... Store for the. Okay, how much was it? The re-release. I think I bought it for like seven ninety nine. Not bad. Worth every penny. And I still haven't beat it or played it because I'm using the same profile. It loaded all my saves. Oh yeah. I was. I just started on your it. Xbox One or on your three sixty. My Xbox One. Oh wow. Yeah, because when I went, the cloud? when I run in, it gave me all my old downloadable content. Hmm. And uh, I had the horse because I, when I bought the game originally, I bought that deluxe version that had it came with the super good horse. Okay. And I had put on Marvel Zombie or not Marvel Zombies. Um, the Undead Nightmare? The, yeah, the Undead Nightmare. I didn't beat that one though. That's what I got like halfway through it. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not too keen on that just because I'm like a big fan of the Western genre. Yeah. So this game is adding like, zombies in there. This game is my Graceland. And hmm. it it's amazing. I started replaying it about halfway through right now and. It's just as good as I remember it being. Really? Like, and it doesn't, the graphics, I know you guys talked about that generational swi- uh, yeah. switch, how this new section of consoles that are coming out are going to have that extra bit of power that make yeah, games yeah. look beautiful. But man, when you're riding around on your horse, those natural landscapes, they just, they pop so much. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. such a beautiful well, game. Well, when a game's made well, it's it usually somewhat stands the test of time. Like you can go back and play Ocarina and obviously it, it doesn't compare with like the newest Zelda, but for its time, it really holds up well. Yeah, yeah, cool. But, but well, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. So uh, as, as Frank, Frank and I have been hanging, hanging out. out a lot, yeah. uh, me, Frank, and Martin went to Dave and Buster's on the weekend. Oh, oh boy, nice. So it's it's a pretty cool place though. It's got like you can drink and play games. I How will crazy say, is that? I will say this it. I've been to a Dave and Buster's in another city. Mm-hmm. This one looks the most sort of clean and well laid out. We went to the one that's in um, Oakville. Yeah. And okay. The one thing that did change is it's very hard to win a lot of tickets. I'm a big like carnival games kind of guy. Yeah. Well, I think I was hard done by the uh, the ticket games compared to everyone else. So I was able to rack in twenty. What was it? No, twelve. Twelve seventy eight. Twelve seventy-eight. Yeah, over a thousand tickets. Martin was able to pull in. Like I think eight hundred seven high okay. sense, high eight somewhere there. Luca, would you like to drop your approximate number? We had the same amount of money on our cards. So I, I must emphasize. This. Okay, okay. Two hundred and twenty-six. <laughs> <laughs> it got to the point where when we were trying to pick out our ticket yeah, prize from the ticket redemption store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and Martin looked at each other and we just thought we should really cut him out. He's not. He's not deserving. Did Luca get the stickers? No. I, or a bouncy ball? They actually were decent human beings at the end of it all, and we each got a, a pack of candy. Nice. Like 700 points each, 800 points each. There you I, go. You I, combined your, your wealth. I went with multiple taffy flavors. Mm-hmm. and You uh, have been crushing my taffy here, to be honest with you. So you kind of paid me back. Jersey saltwater taffy, baby. Yeah. You can't so straight from Atlantic have, City. You have more taffy? Oh, uh, no, Ashton. <laughs> don't look. No, don't stop. Damn it. He saw it. I'm going to need some. It's like, all right. That's cool. What 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 were, what were like the main games you were playing? What you guys like? We played the basketball game, but then it's like basically just a ticket driven ones where you just have to land on the. Th- we were there for tickets. Okay, okay. And it kind of, I guess, when we're when we're there, and Martin pointed it out. It's like you go to the arcade. Remember, as a kid, when you went to the arcade, mm-hmm. and everything looked better. Like you look at Street Fighter, the arcade version versus the Super Console? Nintendo version or yeah. whatever you had. It was the animation was better. It was a better experience in the arcade. Yes. And we're walking through, and 
Martin, he actually has like a, one of those old school arcades. You, you oh, know that's that. awesome. Yeah. And, and we go there like, this looks like Sega Dreamcast, these games. Mm-hmm. It's like, these Time. are dedicated video game machines and they're behind the current consoles, even last gen consoles. I, hmm. I couldn't even watch Time Crisis being played. It looked so unbelievably bad. It's still like blocky and everything comes out in triangles it, when they're being hit and broken. But you know what though? Like there's no incentive for anybody in there to spend on the new tech. Like they're, they're going to get games like we remember we passed the Spider-Man Homecoming game. Yeah. yeah. Really? Well, it's, it's a licensed property. It's like a casino putting out um, a slot machine that has yeah. oh, okay, like okay. a licensed IP. That was like a the, video game? It was, a, it was a video game, but it was more like the same sort of like point-based reward system that uh, playing a, like a slot machine would, would give you. Yeah. Mm. So oh. like how, how high can you make Spider-Man or how quick can you make Spider-Man climb a building? If you do all the puzzles quick enough and he gets to the top of the building quick enough, yeah. you get X amount of tickets. Oh, that's even ticket-driven. Everything in there was, like, ticket-driven. Because if you're there just to play the games, like, they had Mario Kart in the arcade, which is cool. Yeah. Right? It's it's, it's really Does cool. That look nice? I mean, I played it. I went, I think, for a work function to a Dave & Buster's. Uh, I think. Uh, I drank quite a bit at the... It was like a Christmas party. <laughs> I don't remember. He's uh, like, I may have been riding my boss around <laughs> the floor. But but what, what ended up happening, I'm playing the game, and it's, like, slower than it is on console. Really? It's like... There's no incentive for me to play a game just for playing a game. The only reason why you're there is just to win tickets. And to maybe get a little drunk. Actually, one thing yeah. that kind of blew my mind, I remember being a kid going to the mall. We we were lucky enough that we had a pretty cool little arcade in a pretty prevalent mall in our area. Yeah. And I remember going in, and that arcade was a treat. Like, if you went in, it had the best selection of games. You mm-hmm. had the guy with the quarters where you gave him your bills and he'd give you some quarters. One thing it did not have, women. Yeah. Subtle difference to Dave and Buster's. Uh, we were walking around and I remember thinking at one point, if this had been 10 years ago when I was in high school, I might have come here yeah. and yeah. maybe had a little bit better luck with the ladies. Really? Because back then, yeah. it was like nerd culture was just strictly for nerds. Now, yeah. like everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Now you see like the quarterback of the high school football team rocking a Captain America t-shirt and you know he's suddenly the equivalent of truth justice in the american way in his school hmm. it's crazy how things have changed but i just like i'm wondering what would bring back the traditional arcade like what do you need that's what because like i look at dave and busters it's not your arcade like i'm talking for the actual gamers not people jumping on this how they used to be culture. back in the day yeah where someone's gonna go in and they're gonna play the games not for tickets just yeah. for pride like when you remember street fighter when you put the quarter down and you got the, the next guy and i got beaten by anyone there because i wasn't that good at it just say it the next asian guy yeah they're, they're good it was like there was always be that one asian guy that held it down in an arcade and, and like to beat him was the equivalent of beating a mega boss at the end of a game. It's like beating Mike Tyson in Mike Tyson's punch out. Yeah, it's it's damn near impossible. They're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. You, you technically, I believe, you get a, a badge if it happens. <laughs> yeah, I think the only person uh, your Mike Mike did it. And oh yeah, I think Martin, who we went to Dave and Buster's yeah, with, I don't was know if it was Killer good. Instinct or Street Fighter, but I know he was Could crushing Killer Instinct. Could have been but, both. But Mike, yeah, he he crushed Street Fighter. Yeah, Martin's Martin's street name for a bit was Ultra Combo. Probably. Yeah, and then, right. and then a couple years later, it switched to Combo Breaker. Mm-hmm. And then I think it went to Orchid. <laughs> then it then just came the family man, and he's never been the same since. No. he uh, Since since the first kid, he's uh, he's been... Uh, he's changed. He's a changed man. He's, yeah. he's, he makes an effort, though. 
Makes he does. Yeah. That, that's interesting though, because I remember I used to love going to the malls. That's where usually arcades yeah. were. Uh, to just go to the arcade. Yeah. Like I would ride my bike or go for a walk, which would end up taking me about a half an hour to get to the mall, just to put some quarters in to go to the arcade. I but that's it. But why did you do it? Why'd you do it back then? Really, huh. for me, it was kind of the thing to do, right? That's where your friends were. That's where, again, kind of nerd culture people yeah. like you were, and to play the latest and greatest game. Exactly, what the latest and greatest was. Yeah. Remember playing, like, uh, was it Silent Scope? You had, like, yes. a, it, you never saw that. In co- you had the Super Scope for Super Nintendo, but yeah. I don't know what came first. But The ones with the weapons were great, I because the, you couldn't have that at home. Yeah. I think the Sega Menacer came first. I had that. Oh, yeah? I don't yeah. even know great. what that is. It was great. It came with this package of nine games, Toe Jam and Earl. Classic. So nice. That was a classic. So good. But yeah, that was a big thing is I used to love playing games, not with guns to be violent, but because you can't have that setup at home. Exactly. One, one of my favorite ones was, um, it was an alien game. I don't know if it was, I don't think it was Alien vs. Predator. Is it just aliens like, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had those two massive machine guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you put um, in 50 cents and you went double-handed, uh, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, but at the same time, I remember going there with an uncle of mine, and he used to love going to the arcades. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was my excuse to go to an arcade because then he has a kid with him. That's the best. Um, and we literally I'm had about $20 and quarters laid out on the machine. And Money we, bags there, We huh? didn't move until we beat the game and we just kept on putting quarters until it was done it was the best time of my life your uncle had like an anklet that was just like a change holder <laughs> every time he'd run out he'd like he'd hit a button on like his sleeve and a quarter would pop out he'd catch it and look all cool yeah but that that was awesome having literally twenty dollars and quarters lined up on the machine so we can quickly access them and re, re uh, or continue i should say speaking of uh double fisting you mm. know game was great for double fisting um guns no, I was talking about. I was thinking, "Hey, loaded" would be great. Oh yeah, well, huh? ah, I mean, uh, if, nice. we had, if we were, I would say time crisis because I did that, but that got tricky with the feet because you had to duck. If we were all, reload. if we were all like goroed out, you know, goro <laughs> from Mortal Kombat, and you had four arms, yeah, then you could, you could, you could quadruple fist. But which one? The Terminator Two game with the Uzis. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. That game was awesome. It was a pure side scroller. Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, so good. I think I think the classic for me when it comes to the arcades, it's it's the uh, the X Men game. Oh my yeah, god! Like the double the, screen. Yeah, double How screen. Wide that was. I have that on my iPad. Do you? Yeah, really. It's, it's great. It's Windigo. Is, is it legit or no? No, it's it's like a legit copy. Nice. I you don't jailbreak your stuff. You just got yeah, it legit. I, I pay for things. That's great. I sometimes do. Well, I just you know Most what the sometimes. thing is with jailbreaking. It's I, I want to be able to support artists, and of e- course, even with the way like the costs behind streaming services is now, why would you want to steal? I mean, for 14 bucks a month, I can listen to all the music I want to listen to. Oh, you're doing a family plan, though. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, like even an individual price yeah, is seven ninety nine. Yeah, ten. Or if you're a student, five five bucks. But you're a good man for wanting to, to support the artists. That's good. You know what? I, for the amount of stuff that I actually consume, it's not that much of an expense. Yeah. Yeah, my problem is like with Netflix, I've, I've been paying for it since almost the beginning. And I, I literally don't watch enough to make up. Well, I guess it's only 10 bucks a month. It's not a big deal. But The reality is, is that if you were to think about what it was like when you were a kid mm-hmm. to what it is now, the amount of quarters you would have probably wasted monthly in, well, I wouldn't say wasted, but used monthly in an arcade yeah. totally offsets, even with inflation, what you would pay now for a streaming service. That's true. That's that true. is true. So speaking of that, you were kind of bringing it up. What, you know, between the three of us, what worked back then like why were arcades successful when they were well, like what were cutting edge things? they were cutting edge and they did stuff that you couldn't do at home but that, so, that's a big thing i find so like i guess if you had money back then you could have bought some of the the fancy stuff so let's say nowadays 
you want games that don't look like they're on Dreamcast. How about games that look like they're running on a top-end PC? Mm-hmm. That would be a start. I think, actually, for a place to be successful now, they'd actually have to go in the other direction. How can they? How can you ask a place to keep up with what changes at a console level? Consoles change like every five years, like earliest. I know, but when, don't you feel like it would be a niche market now that like the entire population is kind of like primed to stay home? Remember, okay, I'll use this as an example. Remember when you were a kid and you'd play a video game and you'd say, man, I wish I could just talk through the TV. Mm-hmm. Didn't you guys ever have that where you, like, you say like, man, I wish I could play Ashton, but just from like right here at night, like eight o'clock at night when you know you're already kind of like an hour or two away from bed and you might be playing Street Fighter and you're like, wouldn't it be cool if Ashton could just log in and play me now you know what i never thought that way i was like playing with the person in the room like uh, yeah well, I, I kind of agree it's it, not to shut that down i'm mm-hmm. sure people did but at that time for us it was all about the interaction with somebody else so i look forward to my friend to come over so we can play it together well, see because it's funny i've never actually had that thought oh man i used to have that thought all the time really when I was how close were you to your friends because literally two houses down each way were my my best friend lived across the street oh yeah in in the first house i lived in and i remember just thinking i'm talking late at night on like a school night okay there are times that i wish they were here and it wasn't a school yeah i had that but i guess yeah i never thought of kind of that forward thinking of that would be cool to do it online because online wasn't a thing it really sort of clicked in Mm -hmm. i remember like actually saying things to myself like they need like a service where you can everybody can log in and mm-hmm. using you know dot, and then I remember thinking like dial a, up. You could have pioneered something, Frank. Visionary. You missed out. Well, I was I was really young, but I remember thinking it specifically with PlayStation One. Really? Okay. Like when PlayStation One came out, I remember thinking, you know, now that they can do four people using a console, obviously because of Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. I remember thinking, just why don't they make it so that everybody in the world can play with each other? Hmm. Well, they have. Yeah, I mean, and a that, lot of people do that. Like the hardcore gamers now stay home and they'll have to play on their PC or their console, whatever they'll do. But the thing is, to own a high end PC, like you can play really good quality games on PC, not at a cr- absurd price. But if you want, let's say the best card right now on the market's a 1080 Ti. Well, not not including like the, the ultra ultra like expensive ones, but it's really close to the high end ones. 1080 Ti runs you almost a thousand bucks Canadian. You see it on sale for like nine hundred. So that's on top of all the other components. So if I can go to an arcade and just get that experience, I'd, I'd be that would be okay for me, in my well, opinion. I mean, it's it's something to think about. I know that there's been some success with local local startups that act as bars, much like a Dave and Buster yeah. or yeah. Uh, Tilt. Tilt Downtown actually goes as far back retro as oh, yeah. it's it's essentially a retro video game and pinball. That's cool. Pinball hall. That's, that's, that's cool. I, I did read about that actually. That you just pay an entrance fee, and I think the max is like five bucks. Yeah. Mondays are free. Oh, wow. You pay uh, five, you five bucks to get in, and all the games are free. Is it like, uh, but there's booze or no booze? Yeah, I think they serve, no, they serve I think alcohol they serve. for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they make money. Maybe we make that a little bit of a, an adventure at some point. Maybe a little remote broadcast. Yeah. That would, would be tough, but at least an experience. Why? It'd be advertising. We could sell them. We yeah. could sell them. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll tilt the conversation in our favor. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So I, for me, when I was thinking about arcades, like one thing is it, it excluded, um, you know, the whole ticket thing. Like I think once they did that, it was all about 
get the merchandise, pay lots of money so you can pay 10 times more than you needed to to buy this piece of candy or whatever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we, we overspent it, it 25 was, times. You know, arcades back then were cheap, literally a quarter. And if it was like really that big of a game, 50 cents. But I mean, um, in, like, in modern times, let's that'd be like a buck to play like that 50 cent game, maybe. And I, I get the whole inflation thing, but... I don't know. For a business like that, it's hard to do. Like buying a new machine is the cost of business. They made money back on those machines. The amount of quarters but kids pumped charge, into those. So like we bought. But like that a was the convenience of it. Is is just quarters to people. They, that doesn't to them. It doesn't cost much. If I'm putting loonies in every freaking game. Yeah. Like think about it, if I did that with aliens back then, that would have been like I don't frig eighty bucks. Is am I doing the math right? Uh, wow, a, a one time yeah. sit in of eighty dollars. That's like, like every time you're if, there. If it was a dollar instead of twenty five. But back then, twenty bucks was oh, a bigger amount too right 20 bucks was enough to see a movie and take somebody to eat food yeah, yeah. so you know that's an exaggeration I, I, it, oh, not really so you know that's that's a big thing um and it was it was a cool hangout for kids i i think now why it's kind of they've disappeared is one consoles are out and well, they're, they're making it, up, well they're making it super convenient to play at home uh, it, the, uh, the access to online you don't need to go out with your friends anymore people just sit at home and play online kind of frank what you were saying um, but uh, another thing too I find is they used to have the next game that you wanted to play they had the, the exclusive games yeah yeah they had the new Street Fighter they had the new Mortal Kombat they yeah. had the new racing sim at the time even like, that you can only play it in arcades even in Japan they had the Mario Kart arcade before and it was like a, a slightly different game too yeah. which was cool but um, like you know i was gonna say i remember that when mortal kombat dropped yeah. it was it was like we were like oh look how realistic it looks <laughs> i know i know like i got it for pc I, I owned every one but it didn't come to pc for a while you had to go to the arcade to play it i haven't been to dave and busters in a while i went a long time ago or at an arcade because there's not a lot anymore but were there any like new cutting edge games Nothing. and series that you've played that you don't see on console? No, no, it's it's. I think that's the biggest issue. I think now too, though they they engineer some games specifically for a unit yeah. that you would sit in and maybe have a shooting gun, like the Ghostbusters game we saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that particular version of a game released for a home console well, like the jurassic park one that one was yeah. awesome you're in the jeep and you got the guns you can the, use the raptors leap at you that's right like that was fun but that was the thing with arcades is they had the next big game that you had to go play um and it's just that was the only place to go to play it and so you were forced to get out of your house and go to the arcade because holy shit the new street fighter dropped we got to go play it. And then you're in line with everybody else just to lose to yeah. Mike Martin or that. You can be Balrog now. Let's go. <laughs> like, oh. man, Mortal Kombat 2 when you got to play as Baraka. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I went awesome. just to go, to use him and to, just to go there. I went to the arcade. I just, but there are some places that are doing better right now. Because in Japan, I hear. I just heard that. Did you hear about Mario Kart? What they did with Mario Kart? No. They put it with VR now. I was really? Gonna, I was going to say, like, using using Japan as, like, an indicator for how it would work around the rest of the world, though, it's kind of a misnomer because... Uh, let me just make yeah, this yeah. one argument. Because they like it crazy? They like... They really hold on to tradition. Mm-hmm. Things don't die there in the sense... Like, if they like it, yeah. it'll last forever. Perfect example is a Tower Records. Tower mm-hmm. Records literally closed everywhere else on the planet, did not close in Japan. Really? Yeah. So, like, yeah, I see what you're saying. They make innovations. Like you said, they've now taken a game that's beloved and 
played at home yeah. and originally started in the arcade and have brought it back to the arcade with a VR feel, yeah. maybe that's solely where arcades need to go. Well, with Mario Kart, when it first came to the arcades, it was Japan. I believe it was a Japan-only thing. And then it eventually came over this way. Japan exclusive. It was like that because they're, I guess, I guess as you said, they hold on to their traditions. Yeah. So they, they got it first and then... I guess it was a hit there, so it came here. So maybe the VR Mario Kart comes here. But once again, VR isn't necessarily the cheapest thing. So yeah. how about more VR stuff? How about some more, like, even our friend uh, Marty, he has VR at his place, and and he's he's limited by space. Yeah. So, I mean, like, imagine a full space where you can fully experience VR. Custom bodysuits. That's a bit much, but yeah. Hey, yeah. You know what? If you're if you're willing to pay $1,000 for Oculus... Mm-hmm. Or- it, Vive, Vive, whatever. Sorry, Vive. My my apologies. I mix up the. That's all right. We forgive you. Okay. If you're willing to pay a thousand dollars for something like that, yeah, wouldn't you be willing to pay a thousand dollars for a full motion capture bodysuit? Sure. Well, it's something that you first off you have to wear a motion body cap suit out in public. That's and, one and you thing. know who you're talking to. Right? No, I meant I meant in house. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I thought you meant out. But I mean, it's not that crazy to think people wear harnesses to do the skywalk at CN Tower. Yeah, yeah. More I mean, it, I'm not saying it's definitely not gonna like it. it possibly can happen. Just give it a little spray on the inside, you know, with a little bit of. Uh, I don't want to use someone else's suit, though. It's not one of those things you come over and try it out. No, 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 no. The irony is, I'm advocating for this. I've actually gotten mono from being in one of those soccer bubbles. Come on, because <laughs> the person before me didn't do as instructed and wipe it down with some sort of like a disinfectant cloth. I remember getting. That's it. how you got your mono. I that, that's the only thing I can think because you know it's not like I was. Were you licking the inside of it? No, it's because you sweat and it creates condensation. Yeah, because you're you breathing in. You're breathing. Oh and shit! It's. I mean, I got in it. It smelled like I mono. crawled into the part of somebody's body that's between either their lady parts and the asshole or the man's parts in the asshole. Mm. The taint. Okay, that's gross. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I this is what I thought, which could potentially make arcades work now. And I just realized with places like Tilt, and there's another another one I saw. Um, I think it's called Power Up Game Bar, which is pretty cool. It's in Toronto as well. Is that the Ooh. new one that they made? Like uh, I guess so. It's like in a basement. It's like in a basement. Oh, they no, have all consoles, so it's oh, it's cool. a bar, but they have all consoles and they do competitive gaming. So they have like uh, Super Smash Brothers. They have like okay. Street Fighter. So you can. The idea is that's to go and do nerds. co-op gaming. Or competitive gaming. So that's pretty cool. Nice and, and they serve drinks and shit like that. But that's where I was kind of going with this. They need to make it more of a social place. They need to make it a, a better hangout than it was. So a place that serves coffee, a place that might... I, I want more coffee because it's more relaxing well, and then you can play is, games. Booze sometimes I feel can maybe get out of hand depending on the individual. And if you also worry about like when we grew up, we had kids going to the arcades. You can't yeah. have yeah. kids going to the But no, the idea for this is it's not for kids anymore because kids don't give a shit about it. Kids nowadays don't socialize. They don't go out. So because well, they have nowhere to go to. Well, that could be it, but it's they're so used to their phones and when you're they're around each other, they text each other instead of talking to each other. Like that's the environment kids are in now. Where for us, where it was the generation that played in arcades, we still want to go out and hang out with our friends. Yeah, but so it's if- a place where you can go kind of say mid twenties, you know, older, whatever, hang out at a coffee bar. There's a bunch of arcades. It's a you know cool environment. That's definitely viable for sure. But I'm thinking, what if you imagine like a parent wants to drop their kid off? Like this kid stays at home all the time. He loves video games. Fine, let's get him out. At least he's hanging out with other people, with meeting yeah. new people. But maybe. you can bring kids to this. That's why I said like not necessarily. Coffee, booze, yeah, yeah, but like okay. Coffee, social, 
good food and just hang out and play games. Like kinda I like, would love to go there. Kind of like what the board games community has done with like a snakes and lattes where yes. you go, you can select a board game. That's a great name. Yeah, it, yeah is. it is. It's amazing. But same right? thing, like, and, and stick it around nerd culture. Maybe have some, you know, comics that you can buy. Maybe just other shit like. Maybe geez, Ashton, just give a, give the world free ideas. <laughs> we should. Start you know this what, place. though? How about we start this we place and start recording there? We said it here first. Yeah. We, we, we can call it Gone Gaming, and that's where people are going. Hey, where are you going, Gone Gaming? God damn it, we got to do this. <laughs> we got to do this. I think we're set. <laughs> Copyright, uh, patent pending, patent pending. Uh, no, what no, a no. great idea! I have more ideas. I'm not going to share them now. Patent locked, and then we just record their live. We just won't release this till it's locked. We just need to get a cook or a few chefs, and you know we're good. Yeah, it's easy to do. Nah, yeah. food license is a whole other pain in the ass. I know. But actually, while you were talking earlier about the the idea of parent parents not maybe not letting their kids go somewhere mm-hmm. or kids not being able to go somewhere, or not wanting to go somewhere because they've been conditioned to stay at home. Yeah. The whole time you were talking. All I kept thinking about was this book that I read about six months ago called Ready Player One. Isn't Spielberg making a movie about that? He is. And as I'm sure you guys know, San Diego Comic-Con is coming up and a trailer's releasing for no it. Way. Okay. It's essentially centered around a culture that's built around um, sort of like a VR community. Oh, Everybody nice. in the world plays a VR called Oasis. Okay. And it's... L- literally a better version of the world because they're kind of in this like san junipero from black mirror sort of but it's it's more like just an alternate to a dystopia because the the world's kind of a wasteland yeah 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 yeah. that's cool it was just something you know to think about down the line but i feel like that's kind of where we're at as a society i don't think kids necessarily want to hop in a car or have a parent drop them off i think that the movies have kind of usurped that Mm -hmm. i guess so Mm. Well, think about it. When we were in high school, the movies was kind of like the big draw. It was. It was. And going to the mall. Yeah. And then you went to the arcade after. Yeah. To spend we, whatever. You know, we grew up in a great time. Why bother chasing the opposite sex? No. When, <laughs> when you had joysticks and phallic objects to play with. You want to know why? Because they never turned you down. That's ah, it. They'll always there take, it is. They'll always take, you know, they'll always take your money. And they don't say no. The machine never says no. Never says no. <laughs> That's, that's uh, in like, an awkward in, term. in like a, in a, in a, like they're very welcoming kind of way. Here we get, that's good. But continuing oh, sorry, with that. Sp- speaking what? of, I don't know if you heard, cause you're talking about San Diego Comic Con, talking yep. about trailer. Did you guys see the new Blade Runner trailer? Oh no. dropped today. my God. No, it Is it good? It looks awesome. Yeah. It looks so good. Denny, Denny Villeneuve. That's all I'm going to say. He is, he's a visionary Canadian also. Hmm. Oh, but. Well, name like Villeneuve. Yeah. Definitely some. Actually, you want to talk about like influences? I look at something like the first one. That movie influenced so many games after it. Like the vision that people had of what the future would be. If you guys haven't checked that out, go back watch the original Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. I I really think just with that, you know, make it more sociable. But honestly, gear towards more adults, young young adults. I don't I don't think kids nowadays like. There's there, there's obviously an a room for that. There there's it, there's you know you go to the movies now and they have those smaller kids and kids love playing that stuff and it, that'll always be there. But again, they don't have a way to get there anymore. Kids don't go out. Shit's too far. You know what? Though? Like, I, I feel, still think it's the like the younger adults. This thing would take off. I feel like it's our duty as kids who grew up in the greatest time for video games mm-hmm. to let these new kids in on this. 
Yeah, it's well, like it's like it's like we're Luke Scott. We're like the Luke Skywalker, and these are like Ray. You know, they're coming to us, and they need our guidance. They're little mm. pad ones. Exactly. There you go. I feel like though, if I'm going to use a little bit of the Force, yes, I see us filing Chapter Thirteen one day. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the Force is strong with this one. Yes. Oh, that would that would be some uh, some bad news for us. But uh, speaking of news, um, diving into that. We were talking about VR, um, kind of VR headsets. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vive being one. Vive is, which I is guess, the super it, pricey, expensive one. Well, it's it's the one that's more geared towards Steam, right? Okay. Oculus is the one that's made by or owned by Facebook, so some people kind of don't like that. They is it? Yeah, yeah. Facebook bought Oculus. Oh, I didn't know that. So I should pay attention. So to it's going to flood you with ads and really bad videos. A lot of people and, don't trust it, but. Uh, it's the problem. What they did was VR is supposed to be to open for everyone. Facebook so if you make a if you make a game, it's going to be available to all VR. No exclusives, none of that BS. And I believe Oculus went right ahead and made they they originally said no exclusives, and then they turned their back and they have exclusives now. Hmm. I bet you, I bet you, like somewhere in one of the sign up sheets, there's you know you know people just skip through terms and I totally skip through it. I totally they're, skip through it. They're probably retina scanning your eyes and just <laughs> yeah. putting you in the grid <laughs> in a way you can never, never get, get out. out. Yeah, I agree. But speaking of Oculus, uh there seems to be a summer sale and the price dropped. And I took advantage of this price drop. Yes, you did. To our advantage. So what was it before? Do we know? Uh the original price I believe was 599 US. 599 US and for the touch controllers is 199 so you're looking at about 800 bucks for the for the whole package us us so now so now it went down i believe to 399 and that's with everything though that's the headset everything that's the headset and the touch controllers that that is a huge discount and i believe even amazon had a like an extra hundred dollar gift card you got if you bought that like there's this crazy deal wow but and that was the original so they basically gave you two separate boxes Mm -hmm. which was the touch controllers was one and then you got the the headset with like an xbox one controller a windows adapter you got like everything with it which, which is what i ended up getting that's T- awesome. Tiny little bit of worry in that, I'll just say, because usually when things drop that much in price... A new thing's on its way. Or it's... On its way out. Like they're not going to produce any more content for it. Well, it's <clears throat> VR. I mean, I I'm I can still hook up to Steam VR, so I'm not worried about that. Okay. But this... So what they're ending up doing is they're getting rid of the Xbox One controller. They're getting the uh, Windows adapter out of there, and they're just giving you the headset, the two sensors, and the touch controllers. Okay, so, so you lucked out. So I lucked out. I got. I, I guess they cleared out that inventory, and now they're selling this new bundle. And then after this summer sale, it's going to go up. The whole bundle will go from three ninety nine to four ninety nine. So it's right. VR is getting affordable. Nice. Wow. That's that's cool. That's nice to see. Get into more hands. You know, more yeah. hands of the people. Assuming uh, you have the computer to yeah. run it. Well, well, yeah, absolutely. Um, Destiny two beta. Yep. It's, when's that dropping? Or That's is it starting up? tomorrow. Oh, okay. I uh, should have signed up for, for it. PS4 pre-orders. So tomorrow's oh, PS4 pre-orders. Uh, the day after, so the 19th, is on Xbox One pre-orders. Okay. And open beta for everyone is on this Friday, which is the 21st of July. And it ends on the Sunday, 23rd of July. So Okay, cool. So anyone's interested in that, get on it. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, this game's yep. been in production for, I don't know, 80 years it's always um, well. What do you mean? They've always released a two point one, a two point two, two point five, HD remix. Yeah. yeah. So that that whole big thing. Apparently, there's Toy Story characters in it now. D twenty three was on. Oh my god! 
D23. It might that, that's a whole podcast on its own, I'm sure. That might with be that content. Just gonna throw it out there. That might actually be my favorite conference? event of the year. Yeah. Like in terms of an expo or a conference. Apparently the Kingdom Hearts three trailer mm. had a really, really great response from the crowd. I saw the Toy Story one. It looked pretty cool. I gotta say, when I was watching it, first the way they started, it had a bunch of weird letters scrolling across the screen. I'm thinking, okay, what is this? this is like shitty gameplay. Someone just put together a trailer so it's clickbait. Mm. And then I fast forwarded to the Toy Story part. Yes, it yes. looked like a goddamn Pixar game. It or looked Pixar really movie. good. Like the characters, I don't know why they were kind of blocky. I think that's the style they're looking for for that game. But then the Toy Story characters were full rendered, like Pixar quality. And when they the scene moved when they're fighting outside the house, I couldn't believe the level of detail and clarity. That might be like a world jump thing in the game where like those characters have come out of their world of yeah. being, well, I don't want to say 8-bit, but some sort of blockiness. Well, into... it starts like when you first get introduced to the Toy Story. I don't know if it's was Andy's room or if it's yeah. the new child that took over, but you No, it's Andy's room. Is it Andy's room? So you're coming out from under the bed, you see the main characters and then all you see the Toy Story like cast right in front of you. Oh, it's so awesome. cool. But the main Kingdom Heart characters were had this interesting odd shape to them. They weren't as fully rendered it seemed as uh as a Toy Story characters, but I think that's just the design of the design of the game. Okay. Not to go back and sort of take another jab at E3, but Overall, between the two expos, like I'm still thinking about the shit that I just read online right. for D23. D23 is... I have no idea other than the Star Wars information oh. and this Toy Story. That's all oh, I know. Oh, the Avengers Infinity War? Oh, Avengers oh, Infinity War. I saw a picture Woo! of the cast. There's like a, a lineup, like a but full... But they, they unveiled statues, like like to scale statues of the character, of the villains that really? are going to be part of Thanos' team. I didn't see that. Just Honestly, it's such a cool conference just because... One company just drops that much stuff. Well, they, and they're basically in your wheelhouse of all the stuff you love, right? Yeah. Apparently, uh, too, I know this is a little bit of a side topic, but I'll just tie it in and say it was one of my favorite Sega games of all time, okay. The Lion King. They showed live-action <laughs> live footage yeah. of oh, really? the new Lion King, and apparently... Do these real lines, and then like you're gonna hear something about the stunt double getting? Well, know. John John Favreau's directing it, oh, yeah. and oh. apparently the audience like wept. Yeah, really. So I'm, I'm sort of awesome. excited. Do for they that. just show the scene where Mufasa dies? No, apparently that'd they be showed, pretty cool. To do. They showed baby Simba sneezing, and that drew some reaction. Oh, <laughs> all right, moving on. Speaking of baby sneezing, uh, World War II zombies. Yeah, Call of Duty's new zombies was revealed. I don't know if it was official or not, but but army. It's called Army of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Baby sneeze will give you away to zombies. Mm-hmm. Also, just a quick little note: George Romero passed away. Oh, I know. Just want to throw that tip, out there. Tip the cap to a visionary who has yeah. given the world their zombie culture. Basically, if you're a fan of Last of Us. You have George Romero to thank. Yeah, Walking Dead and any anything zombie related, uh, that guy will be missed. Um, so, so, did they show anything about it, or is did just, you not see it? I, oh, there's I like told a you, I've been like disconnected for the past two weeks. So there's, it's I gotta watch God's of, Country. No, I gotta watch a lot of videos. Then. Like, I guess Infinite Warfare is kind of a fun zombies. This looks like a Serious? horrifying no zombies, way. like scary ass. Like, I don't want to buy this game. God damn it! Zombies like running around on fire, like chasing you, sprinting, not like slowly walking uh, towards you. They're like I, half like ripped apart. It's it's nuts. And instead of saying brains, they're saying money. <laughs> They want your money, Ashton. They know. They know every, that you love Every them. year for the past three years, we ain't getting Call of Duty this year. We ain't doing it. And then what do we do? It's Thanks, like you guys. got the little kid running Thanks, around. Guys. You don't want them to see the gun violence, but you can't no. resist. And then uh, so there's some Xbox One X 
guess... news in regards to a uh, few games. So Evil Within 2 and uh, Wolfenstein 2 is going to support full 4K? Yeah, so I guess their Xbox is starting to push out their, you know, what their next system's capable of. They're pushing right. out 4K, but, you know, who knows? It could also be on, on PlayStation 4 Pro. But yeah. that's just where I got the news from. Or Xbox One S, what, upscales to 4K. Yeah. Uh, and then this, this was interesting when you put this in here. So Spider-Man, yeah. which was Frank's... Well, it was, it was G- up there. Jizz-worthy moment of E3. Only redeeming quality of the entire con. Well, uh, Mario was pretty good. Mario was pretty good, too. People were complaining right after, because that's what ha- people have to do on the internet, um, is uh, they were complaining about the web-swinging speed of Spider-Man in the game. Now, I remember reading about that, and the people demoing it um, said that they were just kind of moving that slow or moving at that pace for the demo to really show you and what they could do and the environment. And you can move faster, but apparently this was a big issue, I guess, where they've actually they've increased it. the speed. They've yeah. actually addressed this. Yeah, no. Or they just told people that they're going to you know, find it out for themselves. Well, like, yeah, it's faster. We spent a lot. We threw a lot of money at the problem. <laughs> it's not an issue for me, but then again, if I can get through a game a little quicker instead of you know w- wasting my time moving around. And I, I'm not saying web slings wasting my time, but know. after I'm sure 40 hours into it, you're kind of like, okay, let me get to my next objective. Yeah, and, yeah. and you got to think too, for a demo like that, and when you watch any demos, they don't run through the demo. They take their time. They show you. They Instead of sprint, they walk. Yeah. It's oh geez that guy's not sprinting he he only has walk no you you assume he's gonna run if he doesn't then that's a problem but uh, so that's interesting that they actually listened already this early in, in, into the game and uh, be like you know what this seems to be an issue with people let's give them what they want let's fix this I feel like good companies do that yeah yeah well I'm gonna just go with the last news topic right here just because sure. I read it and I added it to our group here mm-hmm. so apparently according to a Reddit post I read I'm not 100 percent sure this is a rumor right now but. Uh, from a user, his name is uh, Deadly Name on Reddit. Great he, name. Yeah. He posted that Call, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered is going to get a regroup map pack, which is basically taking maps from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and 3 and throwing it into the game. No so way. it's wow. four maps. It's four maps, three of them from Modern Warfare 2 and one from Modern Warfare 3. So the three from Modern Warfare 2 are Terminal, Estate, and High Rise. Why Terminal? Ooh. It's already in the new one. But to play the original on the ground is a complete... Like, the people who are playing Call of Duty so. Remastered or map. not... They love that map. Yeah. And then on Modern Warfare 3, they're taking the, the map Dome, which is a really cool map. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of cool, but... And I, an additional $15... Yeah, I know. ...or $24 that doesn't come with the Season Pass, which should have been in there because we bought the Ultimate Edition, which comes with all DLC, and they release more maps for that game, and it's not included. They didn't make a lot of money off of <sighs> Infinite Warfare. Apparently. Or as much, sorry... They made a lot of money. I was going to say. kid you not that they made a lot of money, but not as much as they probably made on the last Call of Duties because mm. there's some problems with it. People, I don't know if they, some people got sick of the, the the wall running, the jumping and all that stuff, and some people just mm. wanted to go back to the Modern Warfare. I guess so. God damn it. And also the internet the, wasn't the greatest. Uh, the That's service. why I said I'm not going to buy another one. I don't know. It looks, it looks really good. It does, it does. look really good. But uh, I guess since we touched on it earlier, yeah, about and, and VR. the fact that you purchased it and I got to try it, yeah. So I guess we never really talked about VR. I just told you it's cool because I tried it at Mar- uh, Marty's place. Yeah. So I guess we've all, you... so we all we've all had experience with it now. Maybe yeah. We go and on. I think that might be part of the reason why Matt isn't here because he told me after he came over Friday to try VR. Oh, and he's, he's he a messaged wuss. me saying that he was sick Friday night. <laughs> and he's been sick ever since. So uh, I got, I don't a, I got a weird stomach thing and, and a headache. 
I feel dizzy. VR broke his brain. <laughs> I was actually gonna, you know, ask Matt how how it went, and then the awkward silence would have answered that. His but pants no, he his uh, basically he's saying it, it's not the VR. I had to make sure because I felt really bad that he got sick from I thought from VR, but it, right, really because you videotaped him and post so many of those videos online. And he's not here, so we can he poke fun at him. He doesn't know who my username is online, okay? <laughs> no, we've kept it from him. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Ashton, you just tried it, what, just for like a You're the 45 freshest. minutes? You're, you're, I'm the freshest. What's your your hot take on it? Um, it was better than I thought it was going to be. It's, like, it's a surprise. For once, kind of, once you get immersed in it, it wasn't, and as weird as it is, it wasn't about the graphics, really. Ashton. I know. I'm going to save that clip. But don't get me wrong, when there was the certain demos that were like mm. the pixelated graphics kind it of. It was just like polygons. Polygons, that's it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is cool because I can spin around and yeah. see a new, like a whole world up, down, mm-hmm. behind me. That was cool. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, this is kind of like pretty shitty. Um, but then when you play the other demos and you actually saw like, the potential power in this thing well you saw the one in i guess oculus gives you a an intro to vr and you're on mm-hmm. top of a building oh my god i thought i was gonna throw up yeah, yeah. like any, any making fun of matt here but like that almost gave me vertigo i'm looking down I'm like oh shit yeah the, like the, i thought i was gonna fall the depth perception in, in vr incredible. is it's unbelievable even something like zooming off earth in google earth to get the perspective of earth in space oh cool seeing the two levels where you can kind of be at ground, like yeah, yeah, yeah. almost like you were flying above houses, bird's eye view mm-hmm. to you're high enough now and angled enough that you start to see the curvature of the earth. That's yeah, crazy. And if you find the right angle with the sun, you literally feel like Superman. Like you're nice. flying around as the man of steel and it, but you do have those moments where like when you zoom back into bird's eye view yeah. above the, the homes, it gives you that like whoosh sensation where yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. believe how how quick you've darted to like just being above homes it's weird how it messes with your mind because even the one uh that we did that was underwater and yes, it's like yes, yes. i shouldn't be able to breathe right now but i am and it's just you're so immersed in it and i thought that was really wild that was the whale well, the, yeah the whale like you've seen whales on tv and you don't really understand how massive they are even on your 80 inch TV here, yeah, you still it's just it's just a screen. You're yeah. locked into a screen, and it doesn't matter how big the TV is. You won't know how big a whale is. Yeah, I wonder how accurate the actual scaling is, though. You know what I mean? Because like, there's no way for us to really know. We've nobody here's ever stood on a sunken battleship that whale or treasure ship. Big. No, it did. And I mean, you were yeah. talking about graphics. Mm-hmm. I think with VR, really, really good stylization goes a really long way. Yeah. Just putting you in the right environment and like even the sounds and everything, like it, it messes sound with Sound is key. If yeah. you know, like depending on the game that you're playing, if you don't have good sound, it, I don't think you'll be as immersed. Like it needs to really make you feel like you're in there. The one thing about the underwater one that kind of threw me off yep. was the random fish that would fly like right in front of your uh-huh, face uh-huh. fly, swim. Um, and that was kind of jarring because all of a sudden, and I'm sure if you're underwater and you're scuba diving, that shit can happen. But yeah, yeah. Because it's a video game and it's just, it's different. When they kind of came by, it's like I almost threw my head back. But it was just, again, very jarring that it was right in my face. And they were swimming pretty quick. So I was like, all right, what the hell is that? I think where VR's strength in the future will lie will be going places that we can't actually go. That should be kind of like if somebody were to do a complete full map of underwater. Mm. of the ocean well, i know yeah, that's it's not even discovered right now let alone i'm saying yeah. climbing everest you send drones yeah or like, like being on everest yeah being able to actually do the walk up everest yeah that would be something 
Yeah, even just putting yourself in like prime locations just so you can like have a full 3D view would be amazing. The the Jesus statue in Rio de Janeiro, mm-hmm. the, one of the first places I went with uh, Google Earth was I was like, you know what? Let's check out Rio. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, in my head, I was like, I'll check out the favelas. Yeah. Get uh-huh. those. Um, see what's going down. Just see what's happening. Go and go beachside. When you, watch them play volleyball. Oh well, it's not like it's live action, but I, if it was, I would I would zoom in quite <laughs> to far. Go go to go to the parades. Just to be a fly right on the edge of one of the <laughs> underwears that they wear, but uh, like like Drake on in views, I mean, just me sitting there with my Oculus helmet. Uh, but where I would actually where I actually went when I dropped in was I was sort of hovering above where the statue was but pretty far away still mm-hmm. and then to zoom in and just be there and see the statue in front of you yeah, with yeah. like the sun in the background and just that's on, cool it is it is such a cool experience it's google earth might be worth getting it alone really because i tried it for a few minutes and i, I was already probably throughout the because i got it thursday so on saturday morning i just kind of went to town on rick and morty vr which oh. honestly i there's very few games that I can remember make me like really laugh, and that's one of them. Like that and South nice. Park Stick of Truth stick out, and not Portals there, but it was hilarious. But anyways, I was playing that for like three hours already, but on and off because I can't hold on to it. Just it, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe half an hour at a time is is the limit. So I got to Google Earth and just shifting around and everything. I guess because I was already in VR for the past three hours, it, it messed with me a little. So I, I took a little break. Do the do the the package tutorials. If I could recommend anything okay, to anybody, okay. there's actual like they'll have things for that week that are see Tokyo and they'll take you. Yeah, yeah to, I saw that. To kind of really oh, nice. cool spots in that country or city. Okay, so that's what I would recommend for Google Earth before you really kind of get nuts with the flying because the flying around. I, I don't have a weak stomach. I yeah. love roller coasters. I love, you know, standing at the top of really high buildings like the CN Tower and looking down on the floor, much mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the the thing yeah, that yeah. you experienced right out, out yeah. the gate with uh, VR. But I'm telling you, where it could go, VR could go somewhere absolutely crazy. Just where, a, like, maybe we traverse the cosmos. Imagine just walking around on Mars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of, like, being transported somewhere... Uh, Oddly enough, I was listening today to um, a podcast with Kevin Smith. Okay. And he said that he just did an interview or a little while back with Stan Lee. And mm. I think it was right before his wife passed. So I think mm. Joan was there. Uh, Joan's his wife, right? Yes. Yeah. So, but what he said is they recorded it with not two or 4K cameras, but 12K cameras. <clears throat> and it was in <laughs> VR. Oh, wow. So the whole idea with the interview is you're in the living room. I, I think it was in his house, but. You're in that space, and uh-huh. it's all in VR. Now, the funny thing is, because they were 12K cameras, he's like, cool, can we play it back to see what it looks like? And the answer was no, because none of our monitors support 12K. Wow. So I was like, I hope, I hope this came out, because they couldn't play it back. Well, I mean, so what, the what idea, you, though, yeah. to shoot that high resolution and in VR, to, like, to talk about where you can go, like, you can actually this is going to be pretty into, cool. Go into the wrinkles. <laughs> I, I, Excelsior... Sure. <laughs> Just imagine, like, if you want to sell to that, like, middle-aged, like, women group, you get, like, the view and have, like, a camera set down there. And, just and you have get a, a chair. Like, with, you like, get Joan. a chair, you're sitting right there. The reality is, and it's kind of sad, I feel like the only real breakthrough that's going to come from VR will have to be through the adult industry, the adult that film would, industry. That's going to take it and run. They they are apparently the pushers of all technology. Yeah. Like, well, I believe that's why uh, VHS won over Betamax, because Betamax was owned by Sony. or Be- 
I, and Sony didn't want to promote the adult industry. They, I guess they had to keep their image clean or whatever it was. And that's why VH, Beta was superior to VHS. Yeah. But since there was no porn on Beta, everyone went VHS. Yeah. I, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised that the video game world in general hasn't sort of broached that yet. In, in, well, in, in, mainstream, in a very... it's kind of imagine going to your video game store. It's just it's just kind of awkward buying those games. Yeah, but that's just it. There are no video game stores now. Well, yeah, you can you, buy everything digitally. You can buy it mm-hmm. online. You don't even have to have that awkward exchange at the bank anymore, where somebody sees your purchases. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not advocating this for myself. I'm just saying <laughs> I think that the adult industry is missing out on a big opportunity. But it's, it's there. It's, the VR exists in that, in that uh, entertainment space. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. The amount of money that the adult industry generates, and you know there's some crossover with gamers. Mm-hmm. Like their demographics chart, if, <laughs> if you were to put both pies, there's a What's huge that? overlap. Is the Venn diagram? It's probably, yeah, the Venn diagram. It's probably like a 70 percentile that play video games and watch it's pornography. At the same time. What are you talking about? They're like, where's the second chart? It's like, no, they're just on top of each other. It's, <laughs> 100%. it's, a, it's, a, it's a full eclipse. This is the Death Star rounding to fire on Endor. Uh but I'm telling you, if they were to get some really good video game writers, maybe align themselves, even in secret, with a you know a well a well established company that makes video games, they could really produce something that, mark my words, would set sales records. I don't know about that because I'll tell you why. Because I think a lot of these people, these games, usually games nowadays take like how long did Horizon Zero Dawn take you to beat? Mm, I don't know, a month less. What, like forty hours gameplay? More? Oh, like total gameplay? Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah, thirty hours maybe. Yeah, divide less. that by about. I'm gonna go with the average gamer about five minutes <laughs> of gameplay a day. <laughs> I don't know. I just in my head, in my head, I picture a video game that depending on the person, thirty seconds <laughs> is built around you know, girl gets so the, the the first cinematic cut is girl gets off bus in a bus in the middle of Nevada. And she's looking for work. Sleazy Cadillac that's hanging on by Coupe de Ville that's hanging on by a thread pulls up with some guy and he's like, "Hey, babe, get in." And she gets in, and that's like your first. So, are you the sleazy it. guy? No, no, no. It's just whoever. Oh, and you you play as the girl, or you can choose <laughs> you can choose a guy mode, and then you know it's from breaking in at the amateur level to like stripping on the so side. You're, you're wanting to make an RPG as a porn star. <laughs> I think it'd be a great game. I'm just I'll, saying. Porn star RPG. I bet if Netflix released their numbers, their metrics on anything that was centered around the adult industry yeah. that airs on their their service, yeah, I guarantee you those numbers are astronomical. So it's kind of like, where would you start then? Like Girls Gone Wild, you go on a trip to like Cancun like and girl, you start flashing yourself? Like girl or guy has, because uh, I don't want to specifically just put this on women. Uh, you know, there's there's adult male performers. Of course, either um, or, but you show your stuff. I, I'm going Cancun. I'm saying That's my trip. I'm saying like maybe you're in New Orleans. You make a wrong you choice. Do, yeah, you know, in front of a marching band, and then somebody's like, "Hey, you should march in the marching band mm-hmm. at Mardi Gras with just these beads on." And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. You know, or like for the guy just around your junk, and yeah. then that's it. You know, you're you're well on your way to a life of. Of wherever you want to go. See, see, games are great that way because you can kind of choose your own story. This is what I'm saying. And maybe you link it up with a little bit of Google Earth. You know what? I'm thinking. So, you know, obviously you can go somewhere in Florida for spring break. You can go to New Orleans. But I'm thinking I go to Cancun, Mexico, and I lose my my passport. This is how my story starts. So I have to pay my way out of the country. You got to sex your way out to get 
back to America and you figure. But during the sexing, I started developing a nasty drug habit. <laughs> and then that's how I, that's why I get into the industry because I want to buy more drugs. Narcos. Right there. You become the next Pablo Escobar because you know you can't go back to the life you led on the farm. Wow. Hey, this patent pending. Patent pending on this game. This went really deep from watching the whales swim by. I won't even call this dark. This There'll is be mainstream. some whales in this I game. I didn't say dark. <laughs> I said deep. <laughs> and no pun intended. Deep. There will be whales when I'm eating. Oh, about it'll go deep. Well played. Thank you. There'll be Thank whales you. when I'm eating like 12 pizzas at a time <laughs> after doing a lot of drugs. <laughs> I'll be very heavy by the end of the game. We can get Ellen DeGeneres to voice one of the characters. Ooh. Because a whale. Yeah, I get it. She speaks whale. Well done. I did not know this. you never seen Finding, Finding Nemo? Dory. Or Finding Dory. And Finding Nemo. Remember? She's oh, because sp- oh, she speaks whale. Yeah. Thank you, yes. Okay, no, I might have seen it, but I think I passed out. Well, because- kind of bringing it back to VR here. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... I gotta say I was pleasantly surprised. I haven't tried the Sony one. I hear a lot of good things about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess that, that was your entry level because yeah. that was the cheapest at the time. True. Uh, yes, the Vive and shit like that can probably do a lot more, but you're also paying double the price. So your entry level VR, you know, uh, outside of the sale now that Oculus has. Well, it's still going to be um, cheaper, like, through and through. Because I think Sony, it's... I it was like Sony. 549 It wasn't that cheap. To get everything that you needed, it was, it was, it was fairly expensive. Yeah. Uh, that's why people weren't going crazy for it. But... Um, it was more than I expected in terms of visual, in terms of being immersed. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, I got a small face. We talked about my small hands later. I'm yeah, probably yeah. painting myself as like this weird creature. Like a hobbit. But, like a hobbit, yeah. But um, <laughs> less hairy and my feet aren't that big like that. Oh my but uh, it's... What? I was just You're gonna, not saying they're hairy? No, I was going to say... You just want to Imagine them. a Middle Earth VR, VR experience. That'll be boring as I'm shit. I'm looking at you, Frodo Baggins. All you're going to do is walk. How boring. Well, no, you... That's kind of what happens on. in the movies. <laughs> um, it, you know, that was... It was really cool to see. But yeah, at some points, like you mentioned as well, the light kind of pierces underneath where your well, Yeah, you can is. block that out, but I purposely have it that way because my basement isn't set up properly. All I right. just got it and... There's a, a, a few obstacles that I don't want to hit. Yeah, I almost like tripped over a few things and you're like, hey, well, don't go there. Yeah, because I'm your spotter. But Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so it was it was more than I expected. Because I, I didn't cool. set the bar really high at all. And so when I saw that, like it was holy shit moments. And I, thought, I liked that. That was cool. But well, again, playing it like you said, like how we do play video games. Like I've sat and played games for hours on end. Yes. I don't think I can do that with VR. That, that we were talking about it right when Ashton took the helmet off there's that moment where you're the air that this or the, the surface area that's been covered yep. catches air again mm-hmm. and even like gross basement musty air mm-hmm. feels, feels good. like a like a cool breeze on a hot <laughs> summer's day no there's for me there's a half an hour limit once i get about half an hour in i start feeling a little different and i have to take at least like a 10 minute break yeah so, i'm sure with with like the like the technology's development and just a way to maybe Make it less over, like overbearing on your senses. Maybe because they're getting lighter. Because uh, Marty, when he came by, he has the vibe. The first thing he noticed when he tried the Oculus was how much lighter it is. Okay. So okay. I imagine the next gen is going to be even lighter. I hear the new Vive controllers or the Steam. So some controllers are basically attached to your fingers, so you can actually fully use, open your hands, use individual yeah. fingers. So it's getting there. Just like 
The Power Glove. Oh my god. Using your it always comes back to the Power Glove, doesn't it? I just can't wait to play that first Star Wars game where you can hold a lightsaber and force choke somebody. That, yeah. that would be pretty cool, actually. That would be, that'd be pretty awesome. But back to my, my thing with VR. It's mm-hmm. not going to be the same like where you can by yourself sit there and just play for hours on end. But when Martin came by, he actually gifted me I Expect You to Die. So I he saw that I got VR and we we're always talking. We saw it on, I think it's on PlayStation as well, PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, you just you're kind of a secret agent. You get you gave it a shot, and you have to get your basically you're put in a situation where you have to escape from or you know steal something or disarm something. Yeah. So we when when Martin got it for me, he came by and uh, we played it for probably two hours, two and a half hours. Nice. You were there, yeah. Oh we, yeah. Before I went to David Buster's, and it was we took turns. Yeah. But to play it straight like that was not possible. Not to pat myself on my own back here, but. I kind of solved ninety percent of the the problem. Uh, I, you're you're a little bit highballing on that <laughs> a one. A little bit zealous there. I don't know. You did one mission with us, and you like claim like you did it all. I distinctly remember a point when you were playing, saying you had never gotten this far in an actual mission. <laughs> what are you talking? <laughs> we just got the game. I feel like you played it more than I had, which was nothing. I played none of it. Yeah, Frank was not. And that, Frank has a stigma against how he looks with it. He did not want to put on the mask because he was scared that we'd take pictures of him and post them on the internet, which I find out the next day because I don't look at Snapchat often. Frank throws my video of me playing up on Snapchat. You know what the best thing about VR is? Videotaping your friend's first interaction with it. Because yes. my first... Wait, 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 wait. Did I videotape you? Did you you guys record me freaking doing this? No. No, we didn't do that for social media purposes at all. And I need to see it. I've never seen a person move so little when playing VR. There was a moment where I I thought... I have this video on my phone. This is a first view? (laughs) So I'm going to describe the footage for you, which we'll be posting on some social media much later. It's 4K. I don't feel like downcording. (laughs) Oh, it's, it's basically Ashton just pointing at the camera and yelling like Hitler. How quickly did you move? Like, I wanted to take it all in. Why'd you have to move so fast? Like, you're saying I was barely moving. No, but, like, your hand motions, like, you, you try to reach out for a button in the game, which is pretty easy to, uh, like, go to. You're, like, overextending. Like, it, it's, like, the hardest thing for you to I wasn't do. sure, like, what to do and how it would react. So I don't want to, like, poke your desk. I know. That's, that's va- very valid. For anybody trying to picture this at home... Uh, picture Ashton having the dexterity of those boxing robots. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he kind of looked like playing VR. Speaking of which, Dave and Buster's, one of the greatest things oh, in there. We should have played it. No, it was out of order. I looked oh, for it. Yeah, that's, I, I, that's I tried scanning it. They have like a, a massive, like those ro- ro- Rock'em Sock'em robots. Oh, no way. But yeah. it's like bigger than us. Yeah, it's, oh, that's it's awesome. like the equivalent of, uh, you know, those bull riding pits. Yeah. One of those. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh, wow. But yeah, I guess, you know, we talked about my experience. Frank, what was your like first reaction to it then when you played it? I, I loved it. I, I'm one of those people, you put me in something, all I start to think about is where is this going to be yep. down the mm-hmm. road? And I just remember thinking with VR, I mean, take VR off the table for a second. I wouldn't be opposed to having like a Matrix situation where somebody actually plugs something into the back of my head yeah. and I'm 100% in it like i feel things yeah not to the extent of somebody shoots me in it i die yeah you come back to life you have extra life yeah like it's your brain gets what's going on you're in a video game maybe there's an adjustment period i don't know Mm -hmm. but putting on the vr helmet felt like the first step towards that a world where you one day we will put our helmets on or plug ourselves in Mm -hmm. and 
it made me think of other things too, in the sense like maybe there's a world down the road where we don't even take the chance on heaven. We just upload our consciousness somewhere. San Junipero. Much hmm. much like the heralded episode of Black Mirror where people load their consciousness up to a mainframe yeah. of a engineered city that's open world, much like the real world, and they live out the rest of eternity doing whatever they want. Yeah. But I got to ask, is this another thing like 3D? See, when I went into VR, I'm like, this is just a gimmick. Like, I yeah. don't give a shit. But it's not... It's not it's not a typical video game. I don't. Nope. I don't look at it as competing with your PlayStation or your Xbox. Mm-hmm. I. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's. It's more built to bring a human places where they can't go, like standing inside a volcano, experiencing right. things you just can't with any other medium. Yeah. Hmm. It's. It's like it's going to be like the third part. It's going to be movies, video games, and then VR. It's a separate entity on its own. Like potentially skydiving. Like, you yeah. know, instead of maybe having to get into a plane and get your actually risk your life, you could have the experience of getting into a plane, f- getting the takeoff. Having your friend stand there with a fan in your face. Yeah. Nice. You, you, and I know we've mentioned this before. <laughs> you do realize that we're, this is like turning into a Wally situation where we're not going to leave our house because now you can go everywhere with VR and we're all going to just get incredibly overweight and in floating chairs and can't reach for that slushy cup you guys really should read ready player one i guarantee being being kids of the 80s you're gonna love it yeah it's that movie's gonna be mind-bending and it very much ties into what you were just saying about wally where mm-hmm. vr sort of just consumes you don't need world. to get outside to go anywhere you just put on a vr headset and you're there yeah but there's still something about thing, breathing that doesn't in cost fresh you air you, yeah. to get it all i mean you can buy you can buy you know those what do you call it? Like air fresheners make it smell like a beach, at the, sand. At this point, you know, this is what... jungle. Well, I mean, that's that's really all there is that's left in the world is kind it's of... the fourth is, is the other senses. Dimension. Right? Like, if you're going to... If I want to know what Japan looks like, all I got to do is hop in Google Earth or go on social media and see the story that somebody's posting yeah, while but, they're there. But, like... Let's say you go on a trip to Europe. You're telling me you, you're good enough just seeing the pictures, or do you want to actually No, no, no. There? I want to experience exactly. it. But. No, but there's that that could breed a generation of people that just don't give a shit. I can, instead of getting on a flight, going through the airport, you know, dealing with all that, the expense to it, I can just put this on, and I'm, it's like I'm there. I, I've, I went there. Look at people with news. Everybody wants condensed news. They yeah. want 140 characters at most, and then they want to be allured with some sort of clickbait. What if you don't? What if we get to a point where people don't give a shit about eating the sushi? You know what I mean? Or like maybe they maybe your VR helmet pops a little food pellet into your mouth that creates the sensation of like, I mean, oh shit, I'm all out of food pellets for my VR helmet. Now I gotta go outside. Oh, never mind, I'll order it on Amazon, it'll be shipped to my house. Oh, a drone just arrived. <laughs> Ten second delivery. God, these things are slow. See, I I don't know. I guess it'd have to be first off. That sounds like crazy expensive technology, but I could see technology yeah. getting cheaper over time. So who knows? Well, ultimately, all this talk about VR really wants me to go play some more VR. And I think on that note, we're uh, we're gone gaming. <laughs>